Hey everybody, good morning, good morning. It is Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince. It's actually about 1.30 in the morning. So technically, we have reached the morning, but it is the middle of the night for most of us. For me it is. I've already been laying down several hours. I plan on going back for more. So I wanted to cover this topic on my podcast for anybody who is listening, anybody who cares enough to listen, I don't think this is going to be a long episode. Um, this isn't like the most pleasant subject that I can think of, but I wouldn't necessarily say that it's negative. Um, thank you first and foremost to everybody who has supported my podcast for the past two years. And I plan on doing a lot more promotion for it. I just honestly don't have the time. Which brings me to my subject, the subject at hand. Um, Just something I wanted to get off my chest here and just collectively get my thoughts together and focus on what I'm doing and the major decision that I decided upon, the executive decision. So I'm sure most of you know that I have a, I've had a pinup academy. My, my pinup academy, the Diana Prince pinup academy no longer exists. After five years of it, I decided to shut it down and this is an indefinite decision. I don't plan on changing my mind whatsoever. Um, I love to teach. I love to learn. So that's the reason why I began producing the pinup master course, because I wanted to be able to facilitate the need that I have um, for teaching and being able to give all of the knowledge and my expertise and connections and resources and just have all the information there all in one place for people who actually want to learn about pinup history and want to learn about pinup current events, people who want to develop skills within pinup and take the time to improve on those skills while they're actually developing newer skills, then you improve on those and it just keeps going. Um, people who want to learn about the business side of pinup and all of the questions that I have been asked over the years by dozens and dozens of models. So instead of working with people one-on-one that really don't want to learn and don't want to spend money to gain knowledge and to learn, I just decided, you know, I'd rather have people come to me like I have for all of these years that don't live in my city and state, aren't going to be traveling here, can't um, take a year course that's going to take them a year to complete because I live here, they don't. Um, So my course is for everyone who actually wants to learn people who want to invest their time and their money in learning. 
Now, before I go forward, and with that said, um, it's also no secret that next month will be two years that I've officially been in school on a regular basis. And it was full-time um, at different points of this year before I graduated, which I graduated from the New York Institute of Art and Design and gained my certification. And I just received my diploma not too long ago, but I began the very end of 2016 and all of last year and the beginning of this year um, I was enrolled in one school in particular as soon as I think it was before I actually yes it, it was before I graduated if I'm not mistaken I enrolled in like two other schools and took different courses and took different classes and then there was just some individual classes that I took here and there at different schools so I gained a couple of different certifications in the past two years I'm still currently enrolled in school I just have not activated my current course and my fingers are crossed because there is a top huge fashion school that I was accepted into and I received an email saying that they think I'm a good candidate to receive a scholarship. So if that's true, then that's definitely going to give me more motivation to continue with school because I have had a little bit of a break and I've enjoyed it, but it's just like, no matter what, there's only 24 hours in a day. There's only one me. So I spread myself out. I put all these things on my plate and I try to handle them all. So it's like, if I'm not doing one thing, then I would be doing another. So when I'm not actively in school, I'm actively spending that time and money on other things. And when I'm in school, then I have to stop and take away from other things. So no matter what, it's like, I'm still doing a tremendous amount of work each day. Um, it's just that when I'm in school, my focus has to be on school because I'm serious about my grades. And see, that's the thing. It's kind of like birds of a feather. I don't feel like I've been working around people who have the same outlook on learning as I do. You know, and for the record, I've already said this. As far as hobbies go, I can think of a million and one hobbies that have everything to do with developing skills. I can think of a million one hobbies that people thoroughly enjoy doing, but they still take it serious. I can think of a million one hobbies where people are going to professionals or a professional, um, a teacher, a, an instructor, a coach, and learning from this person. And this person is a professional. So even if there aren't pictures involved, if there isn't publication involved, if there isn't modeling involved, there are a million hobbies, including modeling, where you are still working with one person or many people who are professionals. So their outlook is going to be the outlook of a professional. And like I said, I've come across many, many girls entering pinup, um, full-time, part-time hobby and 
I've worked with people that very much consider what they do, the time that they have to invest every year um, as a whole within Pinup. They consider it a hobby because they don't have goals to make money. They can't do it full time often enough on a regular basis. And, you know, because they don't have the time or they don't have the money or they don't have both. But they definitely consider it a hobby and they are still professional with everything they do. They still keep commitments. They're still organized. They still show up on time, pay on time. Um, and they they take it seriously. It's something that, you know, they want to learn more about. You can see that they're inquisitive and you can see that they've developed skills and not only developed them, but improved on them. So, you know, there's such a small amount of people that would even consider pin up a hobby when they're doing it often and not take it serious enough to care about improving, not take it serious enough to keep long-term plans, um, not take it serious enough to where they're not being realistic when they are making their decisions or basing their decisions solely on emotions. That's, you know, those are, that's just people like that fall into a certain category. And thankfully for me, they're few and far between because I don't work well with people like that. And so back to everything and, and come full circle on this topic, the major reason I decided to eliminate my academy, and this was a long time that I've been feeling this way. It's, it's emotions. Um, but again, I'm trying to be realistic about everything. And I realize facts breed emotions. You know, someone does something and it's a fact that they've done it. There's going to be emotions. There's going to be a reaction. So, you know, just based upon the things that I've experienced with so many people, um, the first major reason I decided to eliminate my academy for good is because I just do not have enough people coming to me that actually want to learn. And it's like the word academy. You know, what did you think was going to be a part of what's going on? And see, I don't get upset with anyone because I designed my academy the way that I did. And I began with doing workshops and then eventually started booking professional photographers and offering publication. So once I made the decision and I had the power to do that, I don't have a business partner. I don't have anybody forcing me and no one gave me the idea. But once I stopped doing the workshops one-on-one -on -one, and I started doing group shoots and I started offering publication, I obviously, you know, my target audience and my clientele base changed. So I'm getting over the years, an abundance of amateur pinups, which is what I expected to be coming to my academy, but amateur pinups that don't want to learn the history of pinup. And they don't research, and you can tell after time they have not researched. Um, just an abundance of people who don't want to train, who aren't concerned and focused about actually gaining knowledge so they can develop skills and doing photo shoots so they can gain experience so they can develop skills and start applying 
some of those skills and doing photo shoots so they can build their portfolio with different photographers and gain experience and knowledge by doing that. No, I have gotten, and again, I realize it was because of what I began offering, but it's just been an abundance over the years of amateur pinups that just don't want to learn, bottom line. They don't want to improve. They don't want to, you know, learn, period. <laughs> they just don't have the desire. Their main focus is getting dolled up, which everybody wants to do. That's why you do pen up. That's why you do modeling photo shoots. But their main focus is to get dolled up, get pictures, and they want to be published. Oh, I'm in a magazine. No concern with learning how pen up began, why it began, um, the true definition of pen up, and all of the starlets that we mimic and that we recreate and then there's current events who are the most popular pinups what are the pinup magazines that we currently have out there things like that you know things like submitting to a magazine learning things like developing skills like how to how to do a simple pinup hairstyle on yourself for the times that you may not be able to book a stylist or you maybe are attending an event and you just don't feel like you should have to pay for a stylist for this. You know, you, this is something you can do on your own. You have to be able to develop those skills. Just like resources and connections, all of these things take time. It's not bada boom, bada bing. You book me, you get your hair done. I photograph you or I set you up with a photographer. You get images. I submit you. I write the articles. I get your tear sheets. I mean, you know, I understand having a manager and my responsibility as a manager. And I understand how much responsibility is still left up to the client that I'm managing. And, you know, again, I can tell when someone has not done any research. You can tell. You can tell when someone hasn't retained the things that I've tried to teach them shoot after shoot after shoot. And they still go back to the same facial expressions. They still don't have a variety of poses. And it's like, okay, let's just take the easy way out and say, well, this was just a hobby. Okay, but you need somebody to hold your hand at every little step. What happens when I'm not there to hold your hand? What happens when I leave the room? What happens when I refuse to work with you again? What are you going to do after all that time and all those shoots? Can you really say that you've developed skills? You know, if, if it's not important to you because you see it as a hobby, well, then that's fine. But my point is I don't want to work one-on-one -on -one with people like that anymore. My academy was designed to be what an academy is, the definition of it, a school, to learn to research on your own, to practice on your own, to pay for classes and posing that have nothing to do with taking pictures and being in magazines, but to learn. You know, I think of how many girls across the country and across the globe would love to have a professional pinup in their city that is offering classes on posing, offering classes on the business side of pinup, you know, offering education 
from somebody who is currently in the business, currently successful, and this is something that they can go do on a regular basis. I know plenty of people that would jump at the chance and minus the photo shoot being involved or have it like my original workshops used to be three hours long, one model. We, we learn, we practice together. And in the very end, you get dolled up and take a few pictures, no publication involved, no professional photographer involved. Um, that would be the only way I would consider. And I, I, again, I just want to eliminate working one-on-one with people who aren't coming to me to learn because dolling someone up, taking their pictures, editing them, submitting them or featuring them in one of my articles, I can do that with my eyes closed and it has nothing or very little to do with learning, with developing skills, knowledge, and then taking all of that and then after time actually improving on those skills, advancing your knowledge on a particular subject. That's what I'm interested in, working with people like that. And like I said, there was just an abundance and has been of people who have no desire to learn. They don't want to invest money to learn. They don't want to invest time to learn. And the thing is, you would say it's based upon their goals, but then there's people who enter pinup and say they have all of these goals. And it's like, those kind of goals are going to take time and they may take you longer than it took my other client or a client that I'm working with now. It may take, it it may happen for you faster than it's taken my other clients. You know, um, it's about how much you're willing to invest of yourself, how passionate you are. And to me, that's where it comes from. Because why are you going to spend time at home researching and practicing in front of a mirror? Why would you spend time and money going to someone to take a class to just learn? or take classes on a regular basis. There has to be some passion involved. That's why people are driven to do what they do and spend their money and spend their time. <clears throat> Excuse me, especially when you have to improve on things and there are going to be things that you don't catch right away that you don't learn right away and it's going to take longer. There's going to be failures. There's going to be um, you know, times where you get turned down. There's going to be times where a certain goal takes you longer than you thought it would be. And see, those are the type of people that I want to work with. That's the reason why I have my management company still. I will continue to have that. And right now I'm working with three models that I predict I will continue to work with. One I've worked with for almost five years now. I don't see either of us going anywhere. Um, we've actually developed a friendship and I value her so much. Um, she cannot do pinup as often as I think both of us would love to see her do it. But I'm so proud of all of her accomplishments and I'm, I'm proud to be her friend. I can actually say that I developed a friendship and it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's rare, rare, but it's definitely a value to me and she knows that. So almost five years together, working together, as her personal and only her exclusive pinup stylist and um, as her manager. 
So it's been years. The second model would be somebody that I've been working with at just a year, just over a year now. Never knock on wood, and if we did, look at how much time, how many shoots, but never had a single problem, ever, with this person. Never had drama, ever. I mean, that's a serious knock on wood moment. Like, you know, we all go through our things, you know, and it, it's just like you outweigh, like, is this one thing really that big of a deal when all of these things are so positive and pleasant about this person? So I, I look forward to working with her. Um, and what I love about her is her outlook. And to me, pinup is slightly a hobby for her. Um, if, you know, if nothing, it's de it's part-time for sure, because she is a full-time professional fashion model and under contract, has an agent. She's always traveling. And somehow, whenever she makes it back here to Vegas every month, um, instead of using her time and money to do a million other things or just relax based upon her travels that she's all year long she's traveling um instead of doing that she calls me and books a shoot every single month and it's been that way for a year now solid and then my last model that I'm working with on a regular basis is somebody who's brand new to pinup she's done modeling she's very confident she's beautiful and just as the other two are we're establishing our business relationship every day, every day that we communicate, every shoot that we do together, every time I've gotten her published. And we went into a manager agreement. So it's only been a couple of months, but I'm very hopeful. Um, again, she's, she has that experience in, in modeling. So that means that she kind of knows how things work and she's extremely supportive, which are the other two. So for me, I'm very content and I mean this with all of my heart and soul. This is no front. I'm very content managing, working with and being the personal stylist. I mean, I'm proud um, to be working with these three models and I have my plate full with them because they all have goals and we have similar goals, which is probably the biggest lesson that I learned this year. The, the biggest lesson, and it, it was always there to, for me to learn, but I finally, you know, got it through my thick head, my thick skull, with my stubborn self. You now, I finally, it, you know, it dawned on me so brightly. It was like, it gave me a headache. Like, wow, why, why would I even put myself through this, working with someone often, and they have no goals, or their goals are not similar to mine and it just reinforces that that is a bad thing for me to do because it never works out whereas these three examples are examples of how it does work out so I think that that is something that was a major business lesson that I learned this year no matter what you know and I'm not going to turn down money when clients want to come to me once a month or once a year, but involving someone so deeply and the things that I'm doing when I have options to involve someone else or other people, I'm not going to ever involve anyone in my major projects 
or work with somebody on a regular basis, meaning that they're involved in so much that I'm doing, unless they have similar goals than me. And it sounds so simple, but it really did take me all of this time to figure it out that this is just not positive for me. And which brings me back to the biggest reason why I eliminated my pinup academy, because the goals aren't there. You know, the only goal is do my hair. I want pictures and yeah, I'd love to be in a magazine. There are other people out there that can facilitate that. I did not start off wanting to be a professional pinup stylist. And when I did, there were so many times that I look back and the most pleasant experiences that I had as far as my, how I envision being a stylist are when photographers set up shoots without my help and they get everything together. They book all the models, they get the location and then they hire me. Those have been some of the best experiences that I've ever had because not only did I feel like a real stylist, but to be requested was nice. And obviously I was paid. So it's like I showed up. It was pleasant to see everything in motion, you know, and everyone doing their thing. And I show up, I'm cordial, I'm congenial. I speak to everyone, smile at everyone. And then I start doing hair. And for every head of hair, I got paid. Then I chopped it up with everybody a little bit and then left. That was the first dose of reality as far as the other options out there. And I like doing that because I did not set out to be, you know, the host, the co-host, uh, the event planner of a shoot with many girls and a photographer or many models and many photographers. And I did that so many times and I was paid only. And again, this is how I set it up, but I was only being paid to do hair. So I was doing all of these things. I took on all of these roles and yet I'm only being paid to do hair. So it was a no brainer for me. Like I would love to be in the position where I'm being booked by photographers to do hair. And of course, I've always envisioned moving back to LA. The past two years, I've been thinking about it, moving back to LA and working on the movie sets. You know, if I have to begin as background and, you know, as an actor, I, I can do that, you know, a little bit um, for background anyway. And then get my foot in the door so I can become a stylist on the sets or be a, a personal stylist to a celebrity or a production company or, you know, photographers that, you know, saw that I was thinking about moving back to L.A. and contacted me just to do styling because they needed somebody who could do vintage hairstyling on their model. And of course they were offering me pay, but see, I didn't set out to be an event planner and a location scout and hostess and co-host and, you know, assistant to the photographer when he needs help with the lighting. Then I got to run back and do somebody's hair. I got five models waiting to do hair. Then I, I have to be a posing coach and help them. 
you know, it's just like all of these jobs and I was only getting paid to do one. And then when I started photographing my models, it just really reminded me, my clients, that this is not what I set out to do. This is not what I want to do. It's such a huge responsibility and there's so much more involved in being a photographer than taking in pictures. Anything that I do, I'm not trying to be the best. I'm trying to be my best, which means that if I'm starting something new, the sky's the limit. I really have no other choice but to develop skills and over time improve on them. And of course, I look forward to that because I love learning. But I honestly would rather spend my time learning more about fashion and beauty and, you know, even pen-up and vintage, which is definitely still possible. I'd rather spend my time doing that than being a photographer, developing skills as a photographer, learning how to edit, um, and just working with models the way photographers have to. You know, I give it to photographers because there are models who are difficult to work with. Beautiful, difficult to work with, though. There are clients that are just picky, and it's it's not like no pleasing them. It just takes so much, and they're not easygoing, and they're not necessarily people that you look forward to being around. Well, that's fine. That's part of the business, but taking on as many roles as I decided to take on, I feel like it just wasn't something that I wanted to do. I, I don't want to go to school for photography. I don't want to be a quote-unquote professional photographer. I just don't. And it's very rare that I'm involved in something, especially this much, where I don't have really big goals, but I, I don't. But again, entering something new, my frame of mind was, of course, to learn. And I love learning. And I do love taking pictures. It's just that... It, it's just not that simple. There's just so much that goes into it. And again, so I increased my academy rates as far as I was only charging for hair because that's what I was doing. But then I take on a huge role. I mean, an essential role at a photo shoot as a photographer. I take on that role, which means so much post work, which means I'm not just getting paid and then my day is over with. And I only started charging a little bit more. So again, I'm still not being fully paid for all of the things. And there are certain things that I'm doing that I'm not being paid for. Like providing wardrobe. Any photographer that you go to at any level, but professional pinup photographers specifically, that offer their clients wardrobe, they charge for that. They may not be saying $5 per outfit or 10 per outfit, but their rates reflect on that. If you wonder why they're charging $300 for their standard package, that's part of the reason because they had have invested over time essential pieces or a humongous wardrobe for their clients, and that eliminates such a big cost and also when you're dealing with clients who are non-models or amateur pinups they don't have the wardrobe they don't have pinup costumes and if they do they have one or two after you shoot in them you want to keep doing more shoots you need more wardrobe so again I will say this on record it's not something anyone asked me to do for free 
there was a point in time where I wanted five models at one shoot or nine models or as many as I could do. There was a point in time where I wanted to find as many brand new clients as I could and, and bring them into pinup and enlighten them. And, you know, it just began to be over with and taking on the role as a photographer as well. Just, I, I don't, I, I have no desire to photograph five models in one day. I have no desire to plan everything, be the stylist, be the hostess, be the posing coach, be the photographer do the editing. I, I, I have no desire to do all of that for multiple models anymore. And really, again, for amateur pinups that, capital letters, that do not want to learn, there's the big difference. Because I expected there to be amateur pinups. It's a school. It's an academy. I expected there'd be people with little to no experience. But I want to be around and use my energy and all that I have to give on people who actually want to learn and people who are doing it for more than just a hobby because obviously there are people who think that and they see doing something as a hobby is something that they're not supposed to be taking that seriously. It's not meant to be taken that seriously. That's how they think of hobbies. They don't think of it as something that is where they really want to develop and improve what whereas other people do believe me so that's why I say capital letters amateur pinups that don't want to research and learn that don't want to train and take classes to train that are not researching and training on their own and they're not picking up information during actual photo shoots because every time I see them they're showing me these things and they don't want to learn. They cannot take the constructive criticism on things that they need to improve on. I don't want to work around people like that and invest so much of my time to be doing that. And I did not, like I said, set out originally to be taking on all of these roles. And I feel like with as much that I've been offering, it's crazy that I've went on for so long because now with the education that I've received and the training that I've received, you know, people are getting services of a professional all the way across the board, a professional personal stylist. I have a certification for that that took me almost a year and a half to get and thousands of dollars to get that diploma. I have certifications and makeup artistry and hair extensions, um, styling and several others, including fashion forecasting. So you're coming to someone and you're paying them to style your hair that has expertise in that field, but also has knowledge and skills and actual certifications in several other areas and these are things that you're taking advantage of and I don't mean like you're taking advantage of me I mean these are options that people are taking advantage of they're they're selecting these options to use all of my knowledge and experience and skills and everything that I've learned in school I'm giving all of this but yet my rates are haven't changed you know, or they've barely changed. And it's just like, no, 
it's not worth it anymore because I'm offering so much more than I was two years ago. I'm offering so many other resources and so much more knowledge and skill I'm bringing to each and every shoot. Yet, look at my rates. And okay, so I try to increase my rates. I'll be where I'm at right now, still working with the same three models or so. That's my prediction. So instead of saying, okay, well, all photo shoots are $100 or more, which is, it's nothing. You're getting hair. You're, you're getting wardrobe. You're getting images. If you want to be published, you have the option to gain publication. All of that. And you're not even paying $100? No. No. <laughs> no, I can't. Because, you know, like I said, there are photographers, sure, that'll charge you 100 bucks, And you come camera ready. Or $75 special. These are are on the low end of professional photographers, if you will. They're not at the highest level if they're charging that much. And that usually means they're not offering as much. Maybe they can take some great pictures. But you have to do all of your own styling. And every that's for every photo shoot that you do with them. And you are responsible for your own wardrobe, which means extra money. But also, do you have the skills to put together or to shop and find an expensive pinup wardrobe or modern wardrobe that you can change into a pinup outfit? Do you know how to style yourself as a pinup model? I mean, there are people who actually have been in pinup who are involved in pinup for so long and can't do a Victorian roll on their hair. People who can't put together their own pinup outfits with accessories and things, maybe because they don't have the skills, they're not creative, or simply because they don't have those things. They don't have berets. They don't have, you know, vintage gloves. They don't have all of these things. And again, most people that I've come across that do either don't know how to put it together or they're doing so many shoots that they're going to need way more wardrobe than they have. So, which means, what are you going to do? Are you going to invest the money in it? Do you know how to shop for those things? Do you know how to put together outfits? Well, no. Okay, so you're paying someone. So again, professional photographers that offer a styling team, posing coaching, studios with sets and backdrops. These things cost money. Studios, electricity, you know, air condition. It costs money. Backdrop frames, lighting, backdrops, wardrobe, all of these things cost money. Photography equipment, editing equipment, you know, and that's the reason why you're not going to go to a photographer and get your hair done and borrow fabulous clothes and get edited images. And then on top of that, get publication. You're not going to get all that for under $100. You're not even going to get that for 100 Some photographers will laugh at you. There's no way. There's no way. They didn't invest tens of thousands of dollars in equipment and, and wardrobe and hire a stylist or bring a styling team on board just to pay, you know, to be paid basically nothing or to be, and this is where I'm at, to only be paid for certain services when clients are utilizing so many services, professional services given and offered by a professional, but yet that professional is only making money 
for one or two of the services. You're not going to see that with professionals because they have went to school or they have trained. You know, they have been professionally, you know, educated um, or been in the business 10, 20 years. They've invested tens of thousands, um, tens of thousands of dollars on equipment and maintenancing their equipment and backdrops and lighting and wardrobe. I mean, you're not going to walk up and get a $50 shoot, period. And when I think of the, 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 the amount of $50, you know, you go get your hair done, you book an appointment, you go get your hair done, you love it, you pay, you leave. There are no extras, there are no bonuses, there is nothing more. And when you go get a hairstyle or a pen-up hairstyle, we're talking $50. If you want someone, at least, if, if you want someone to travel to your home, we're talking more. If you want someone to travel with you or to a photo shoot location, we're talking more. You know, and it's like, okay, you know, you either pay this amount and you come camera ready, or you shoot with a photographer that has no stylist, no wardrobe, and they actually have no studio, no backdrops, no nothing. So you're meeting them at a location, and I, I guarantee you photographers like that, if they are renting a studio or a hotel room, then they are charging accordingly. They're marking their rates up because they've had to invest the money in the location. I mean, do you have a loca location for photographers to come photograph you at in your home? You know, are the photographers that you can afford, are they offering styling? Most likely not. Do they have a studio? No. Are they offering wardrobe? No. So that means that these are all the things that you're going to end up responsible for. So if you want to go to a full service place and a one-stop shop, it's going to cost more. So the major reason, um, to get back to the reasons, the three major reasons why I stopped my academy was one, because just it's an academy, it's school, but yet nobody's come to learn. I can count on one hand how many models over the past five years actually ever booked a class to just learn you know there's just people just aren't concerned with that and I'm not trying to work with amateurs that don't want to learn and that don't have goals you know and are realistic with them and have long-term plans I don't want to do that I'm again I'm not going to turn down money you want to get your hair done and get a couple pictures call me book me let's get it done but working on a regular basis no um, the second reason is because, like I said, I never set out to be a photographer. Photographers have to deal with so much drama with models, professional and amateur, and, you know, catering to the general public. There's turnover rates. There's people that don't read contracts. There's people that don't think they should have to pay, but yet they're contacting me. Um, there are people who cause delays. There are people who show up late and cause everyone to be late. There are just so many things that I just did not set out to do. And the responsibilities that a photographer has, the burden, you know, that they have to go through. And, you know, when someone says, well, aren't all of your models amateurs anyway? Boom, you hit the nail right on the head. That's the same outlook as someone who says, well, I'm not a model, I'm just doing this as a hobby. 
okay, but even if it's once a year, why wouldn't you want to do your best? Why wouldn't you want to be your best? There's plenty of people and there's plenty of hobbies where people do want to improve on skills that they've developed because they wanted to develop them in the first place. They wanted to gain knowledge. That's why they have a coach. That's why they, they started taking up a hobby. Fun, you know, till the day is long, but they actually want wanted to learn about it. And like I was saying, uh, you, you, you're doing it all the time, but yet you consider it a hobby. Okay, fine. Well, eventually at some point, you know, uh, you may want to improve. <laughs> you may want to gain more knowledge. You know, you have the money to do all these photo shoots, but you don't have the money to invest in taking a class on a regular basis. When you're one of the people who actually have somebody in your city and town that is offering something like this, but nope, dozens of shoots never once wanted to take a class, never once booked a class. So there you go. That's the same outlook as my photographer. One I'm complaining about amateur models saying, well, aren't all of your clients amateurs anyway? Okay, great. So that's how people's outlook are. You know, you don't have to be a quote unquote professional to act like one or think like one period. Ho you know, hobbies mean different things to different people. It doesn't just mean something that you don't take seriously, something that you bail on over emotions after you've gotten heavily involved. Um, and that's another thing. Most people who are involved in hobbies do not get involved with managers and working with companies and representing companies and things like that. Most people don't do that. So you can throw that it's a hobby shit out of the window because it's, you know, it's about what you're doing and you're doing way more than anybody who does something as a hobby. It's just, that's your frame of mind and that's your excuse. So that's fine. You know, for your actions, that's fine. I don't want to work with people like that. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, my pen Academy was originally designed to teach. I no longer and it's been so long since I had anybody come to me that really wants to do just that so that's why I have my pen up master course for people who do want to learn they can learn whenever they want and we don't have to be working together on a regular basis and the second thing I didn't set out to do photography I, I you know I'm in school now and when I get ready to go to this huge fashion school it's not going to be for photography so that's not something I set out to do. And all of the commitment and responsibilities that come along with being a photographer. And of course, anything I do, I really want to be the best I can be. And starting photography it was like, oh my goodness, I have so much to learn. And, and with editing as well. And it's just, it's a challenge. And it's, again, it's not something I had as a goal. It's not something that I set out to do. So it's going to be one of the first things eliminated. When I come to the third reason why I eliminate my academy was because obviously me going to school for fashion and becoming a fashion blogger, becoming a professional clothing model who is a social media influencer, those things right there and then you got to think, I'm a columnist too. I have deadlines every month. And then I manage a couple of models. You know, there's just only so much time. I'm only one person. I have so many responsibilities that, 
you know, positions that I put myself in. And that's the reason why I can easily eliminate myself from other situations because going to school made me really start to focus on what I wanted to do in the future. And I remember thinking, I don't really want to work with amateur pinups anymore. I don't want to have group shoots anymore. I don't want to style and photograph models at the rates that I'm charging and that most of the people in this town seem to only be able to afford. I, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to spend my time, my energy, my passion, my creativity, my focus, and I want to go full force on fashion and the beauty industry and the fashion industry. So once I made that decision, I knew it wasn't something that I could do right away. I knew it was going to take time. And it was also about gaining my education and the certifications and graduating from these schools. That was a big part of it. And obviously I knew that those things were going to take time. Now here it is two years later and it's like, I feel like I'm blessed because everything is happening exactly the way that I wanted it to. And of course, there were so many challenges along the way. And, um, but yeah, that's the third reason. It's about time. I don't have time to work with an abundance of clients that are amateur pinups, brand new to pinup and try to, you know, weed them out and go through and see who's serious, see who has goals, develop working relationships to see if they're going to cause drama, see if they're going to break rules, see if they're going to read the contracts. I just don't have it in me anymore and I don't have the time and I purposely made it so I don't have the time for that anymore. So those are the three major reasons. I I don't want to work with people and have people coming to my academy that aren't trying to learn when that's what the word academy means. They're not trying to learn you know, gain knowledge and they're not trying to develop skills. Number two, it wasn't something that I set out to do to be event hostess and, uh, you know, set decorator and all of these things for all of these models. Um, and then take on the role as being a photographer. Definitely not something that was ever a goal of mine. It was more like I had to. And then lastly, with my education and how much time that I actually have to spend devoting to school and being a social media influencer and working for these companies and all of all of these clothes and product shoots that I have to do. It's like I don't have time. You know, I, I don't have time to try to hustle new clients, to deal with the drama. Um, you know, and again, like I said, I'm blessed. So those are the three top reasons and with me wanting to go full force in fashion and beauty, getting the education and the training that I needed and continuing to develop skills that I already had, um, you know, I have so much more to offer and I'm not willing to offer all of those things that took me blood, sweat, tears, thousands of dollars so much challenge, you know, of so many challenges and dedication to do all of that, to end up making the same that I was making before that. That makes no sense. That's not why people go to school. And again, why, why would people come to an academy if they don't want to learn? 
So it was really a no-brainer. So my pinup master course will be there to give all the information that I've always been able to give. And, you know, it's like I'll be paid for giving that knowledge instead of being paid just to do hair. But yet I'm giving knowledge. I'm doing the posing coach. I'm offering thousands of dollars in wardrobe, so on and so forth. And the huge role and responsibility of being a photographer. I'm just glad to eliminate that um, on a massive level and an ongoing basis. Like as far as advertising and trying to find clients, I'm extremely happy with my three models that I have, my three dolls. And like I said, I'm blessed. I worked my ass off to get to where I'm at. And I don't want to ever stop teaching, just like I don't want to ever stop learning. But my academy doors are closed. They are closed. People who want to learn can learn by taking my master course. They can learn 24 hours a day, seven days a week at their own pace and keep all of the material as reference to go back to for years to come whenever they want. Anybody who wants to book me to do their hair, I'm here. Anybody who wants to get their hair done and get images, I'm here. But I have my models for my columns. Um, there was a new option given to me by one of the owners of the magazines that I have a column in. So, you know, I, I don't have to worry about needing, quote unquote. And like I learned in school, which is makes so much sense. It's common sense. Um, it does help me with what I'm doing specifically, you know, as far as working with other people, it does very much help me that I'm a model, that I'm a professional pinup. So I don't need to go through everything that I was going through with amateur pinups that don't want to learn, that have no desire to develop skills and improve on them. I can feature myself in my own articles. I've always had that option. I can feature the three models that I'm working with, period. So, you know, everything is where I need it to be. And I'm busier than ever, so I was never trying to eliminate how much time I invest. I was never trying to eliminate giving knowledge because I love to teach. It's just about everything and everyone else. And I just, after working with so many people and specifically one person this year, they just broke me. It was like, they broke me down to the point where I realized more than ever that my decision and my goal and my plan to achieve that goal of eliminating my pinup academy, they just reinforced it even more and, and broke me down to the point where I was like, this is, this is what I actually have to do because it's affecting my health. <laughs> it's because of stress. It's affecting other aspects of my business life and my career. It was starting to affect my brand my reputation with, with others that I do value and who are professionals. And it just wasn't worth it. I'm looking at the money that I was making and it's like, no, it's not worth it. I want the Lord to bless me. I prayed on it. Like if I go full force into fashion, you know, of course I want to make a lot of money and that's my goal, but I wanted to be able to just be able to make the money that I was making without the stress of working with people one-on-one, -on -one, without the stress of working with an abundance 
of amateur pinups that don't want to learn without the stress of working with somebody who is paying me the bare minimum because that's what I'm charging, but yet they're utilizing so many other professional services that I offer. And at the end of the day, difficult to work with, not keeping commitments, too emotional, causing drama. Can't deal with it. It was it was like the straw that broke the camel's back and it was something that was coming because there were so many straws, right? But it was just like that one where I'm like, if if I ever even doubted shutting my academy down, this person makes me realize that um, this is the best decision. And I've been so happy. And I've only made, you know, actually said, you know, officially that my pinup academy's over for what, like a, a week or two now I've said it. So it was something that I've been planning for a while, believe me, for all the reasons that I mentioned. And again, I'm busier than I ever was. I'm happier than I've ever been. And the only way that I would consider working with, you know, more than one person, um, who's an amateur pinup and it be not my three models that I have, which I don't consider them amateurs anyway, but, um, would be if I could do workshops again, actual workshops where we have demos and things like that. And people are coming just to learn, not for pictures, not for publication, not to wear my wardrobe shoot after shoot after shoot and yet they're not paying for it because I was never charging for it so you know again I feel like if I tripled my rates and made them the average rate on the low end then I'd have less people anyway so you know because they, there's girls that can't afford it and then there are and there's so many of them and then there are people who can't afford it but the drama. It's not worth it. It's, it never was worth it. And it was like, I have to come up with a certain amount of money every month, you know, to contribute to our home and to buy supplies and things like that. And all I can say is I've never been happier. I've never been happier. I'm so blessed to represent the companies and to receive all of these things, to be able to sell clothes full time, to be able to, to, I'm being paid to do what I'm doing and it, it just feels it feels great I would love to be able to make a lot more than I was making but all I can say is with my decision I'm definitely not making less and I'm happier so for right now I already know that I'm blessed and I'm very happy because I have a lot on my plate like I said I'm still in school I still have my columns I have my three main models and like four or five companies I'm modeling for now. Every week I'm doing product shoot after product shoot. And not only am I being sent things, I'm being paid. So how could I not feel like I'm blessed? And with that said, we're almost at 60 minutes. Thank you for listening. I hope everybody has a great rest of their weekend. It's Sunday. Ah, that means tomorrow is Monday. Is, is today? Wait a minute. Yeah, today. Today's, today's Sunday. Anyways, have a great day. I see all of you online. Thanks for the support. And have a great day. This has been Pinup Talk with host Diana Prince. Ciao.